Do you know what your partner's up to when you're away and they're all alone? No, what? They're listening to the Screw Podcast, of course. What's that? Mm, sit back, relax, and listen. And you're all casamatics. You're all casamatics. Sneaking in the back door with Teddy Maxine. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on the jeans. And you're all casamatics. Hi, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's beautiful. Fantastic than I think I had expected you to be, but I love it. Tell me more. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the screw with Alicia Rose and Ayla. Hi, Ayla. Oh my God, it's so good to hear from you and hear you. Oh my God, <laughs> it's been so long. We weren't just speaking for the last hour. Uh, hey. I know. You know, I wonder if like other like podcasting couples such as ourselves go through <laughs> the stress of like okay we're talking we're talking oh man we really should have hit fucking record like 45 minutes ago we would no i don't think we should have on that <laughs> oh, combo, so not this time no, right. so uh it's the new year new us ah, happy new year Fuck yeah Fuck yeah Happy fucking, new Happy year. fucking new year. And by new us, I mean absolutely nothing by that. But I am curious, right off the gate, do you have a resolution for this year? I fucking hate New Year's resolutions. Uh, you know, but do you have one? I think, like, for me, it's always, like, the resolution is always to make sure I learned something or paid attention, like, you know, re-divert, like, myself in a way that I won't make a mistake again. <laughs> so like mm. you know not that we can resolution to mm-hmm. make no more mistakes but like i think like i say okay what didn't work what didn't work for me in 2023 and what part did what part did sure. i play in that thing not working and is that something like i can change on my end i can like you know reevaluate <laughs> and like make sure it doesn't happen again you know and i think you know I mean, I've spent a lot of my life now trying to do that. Like, you know, like, I hate X, so I don't want X to ever happen to me again. What can I do to stop X from ever happening again? Because X really fucking sucks. And I won't say that there was a lot of Xs in 2023. Like, look, we in, uh, we in times where, like, uh, I will say, so, like, most of my resolutions, if I'm going to have them, I like to have, like, be done with them before the next year so like i was like smoke flirting with the smoking of the the nicotine up and down through 2023 because you know it's an old friend not really a frenemy that's what's that's what nicotine is it's a frenemy the bitch like makes you think ah you know you need me right now you know you want me right now just 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 take a little bit of a taste (laughs) and like before you know it like four weeks have gone by and you spent like four million dollars on something like that is killing you so like you know um i i canceled all those 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 bad friend of me relationships um before the end of the year so i felt really good about that and you know like i i know I'm trying to live forever here. So like I will like I I hit the gym and you know because I utilize <coughs> my uh school's gym, I haven't gotten to use it during like the the hardcore Christmas closure of the break or whatever holiday closure where they like, you know, it's like basically from like 
the two days before Christmas until like the day after New Year's. So everything's opening up back in. So like, I mean, I guess the resolution will be to make sure like I get my ass back to the gym as well. That was a long-winded answer, but you know, this weed, my, this weed, shout out to my stepfather, <laughs> sent from fucking, um, from v Vermont. Hell yeah. Like, bless Hell your yeah. heart. Like, it came at the right time. It's been delicious. It's very well, like, all, like, organic-y and, like, that Vermont cow dung fucking marijuana. It's, like, absolutely. <laughs> what about you, my love? Any resolutions on your end? I don't like to make official resolutions because I feel like we should just constantly be in a state of wanting to change for the better, whatever that fucking change might be. But I will say that I, so in 2022, I got rid of my tobacco and nicotine addiction with the blunt thing, right? And I quit Adderall. Uh, in 2023, I cut back significantly on drinking. And I cut back and, and most of the drinking was just to fall asleep. Let's be honest here. Um, and I also cut back a significant amount on weed in general, which is, was a big one for me. So I know that getting rid of the blunts helped a ton with the whole, like needing to smoke all day. So I, I stopped needing to smoke all day, but also along with all of that, I, I just, like they'll I'll go like a week now without smoking at all. I'll go two weeks without smoking at all. Um, that was uh, unheard of for me in the past. Like I you as you know, like we would travel together and if say it was a plane or something, the first thing that we needed to do was locate marijuana. And <laughs> I had a really unhealthy relationship with it. Um it it wasn't it wasn't making me high anymore. It was just a thing I did all day long. And so now uh, I spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars less on weed. And also it's not a crutch that I need. Like I don't freak out anymore if I don't know if I'm going to be able to get high, you know, like if I have to travel somewhere and I don't have weed at that place, it's just whatever. Right. I eventually maybe want some, especially if I'm like in a relaxed situation, like if I'm on vacation, it would be nice to be able to get high a little bit here and there, but it's just a completely different relationship with it. And I don't, you know, like last night I smoked with my roommate a few blunts, which was the most I had smoked in weeks. So I got fucking baked, baked potato. It did the job it's supposed to actually do, you know? So like now, yeah, yeah. Like I, we watched some new series or something. I can't remember, but <laughs> we watched some shit. Well, we also hadn't seen each other in a bit. So we like caught up smoked some weed, watched some shit, and it was enjoyable, you know? Like, now if I have a bellyache and I smoke, it helps my bellyache. Like, things that weed are suppo is supposed to be there for, I actually utilize. So, I digress. The point was, I got rid of a lot of my vices last year. However, in exchange for those vices, I also started binge eating a lot more. So Adderall was a big helpful thing. I First of all, I was prescribed it for my whole life. Not my whole life. In my 20s. My 20s to my 30s. And then I, I started to... I didn't have health insurance for a bit, as you know. And just 
there were moments where I was just taking it for my ADHD. And then there were moments where I was trying to curb my appetite. I'm not, I'm not going to lie about that. I have a very fucking big appetite at all times. I wake up hungry. I wake up at 2 a.m. hungry. I wake up at 8 a.m. hungry. I wait. I want to eat at 9 a.m. I want to eat at 10 a.m. I'm, I'm basically the perfect candidate for like an actual binge eating disorder drug like a Vyvanse, for example. But with me not liking going to the doctors often and like the there's so much red tape to get drugs in new york city these days like any kind of medicines so basically i gained a ton of fucking weight because i don't have an appetite suppressant anymore and even though i will not say that i was you know the times where i was taking adderall for my appetite was not correct that i should not have been doing that at the same time like i i need to basically get a hold of that so my my New Year's resolution is to to have a better relationship with food, to get a dietitian or a nutritionist through my health insurance, which I finally got my health insurance reinstated. I'm on like a little bit better of a plan. So um, the goal is to basically like get my money right and get my health right. I need to stop using food as just like a, a way to like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go eat. You know, it's like it's and it's it's bad because it's either I have no food in my house at all. Or I have like stuffed to the gills (laughs) cabinets and I have full access to all of it. So it's like, it's just a, it's a bad relationship in general. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. It's my goal is to just walk away from this year feeling like I can trust myself around food. I'm not worried about ordering the wrong thing. If I go somewhere with a friend or I'm not worried about, you know, needing yeah just constantly eating like that's a big thing for me is like there's never down like there's always food in my face and it's just I need to chill on that because you know I'm not at the heaviest I've ever been but I'm also getting close to it and so so I'm trying to up my activity and but I'm also not I do not want to weigh myself like I want to have an actual good healthy relationship with my body in general I want to be able to reach down and be like this feels good like that Oh, it, it feels like I'm losing a little bit of my belly. Okay, that feels nice. I don't want to step on the scale every week and like Jenny Craig my life away, which as you know, I worked there when I was 19 and that taught me even worse habits about food, you know? So it's like, I have a lot of like these, um, you know, I have a, a balance issue with that, that I need to definitely take care of. And I don't want to necessarily like, I don't want to be on Ozempic. I, I don't want that. I, I just... I want to heal my relationship with food and not just put a Band-Aid on it that that could have serious consequences. Because a lot of people that were put on Ozempic now, you know, they can't they can't get off of it. They're having like, I don't know what what organs are like failing them. But like there there's a lot of different like drugs that have really bad side effects potentially. And I don't want that. I just want to be able to be like, yeah. I, I'm not actually hungry, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's boredom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, so much of that, like, you know, like, and I I wouldn't say I struggle with that too much, but like, I definitely had to learn, you know, a few years ago, like the best way to like strategize, like eating food. And like, honestly, let's be real. There's like a, like a, like a economics dynamic to this. Like 
when when we are like doing well and whatever like we're tend to be on like a better schedule we tend to be on like doing things that aren't just like us sitting around Mm -hmm. waiting for the phone to ring kind of shit like you know like and like all of those kind of things you know and what i'm always reminded of and i was kind of like at my busy busiest i did learn how to manage myself my time my whatever because right. you also need the fuel right like you you need mm-hmm. food your brain needs food your body needs it and like you need to have this relationship with it that it's like this is a a, a good relationship like one that like you know, when you're feeling drained and you eat, right. it is like to be refueled. And I'm also to, like, like working you know, on um, getting better at like the whole, uh, like, sh- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like glucose spike thing. Like I'm really following the idea that like start with vegetables, you know, you're not going to have those cravings right. and those crashes as much if you just eat your broccoli before you eat your starch and your meat or before you eat your other shit. So, like, yeah. I, and nowadays I literally wake up and I make vegetables for breakfast. I make a huge bowl of vegetables. I put some honey Dijon mustard in it or something like that. And then I have a protein on the side. But I eat my fucking veggies first. Like, I eat dinner for breakfast. And it's actually helping. Like, I find my cravings oh. to be a lot less. So, not to make yeah. this about health and eating and all that. But no, but I do think, you know. Resolutions I, I was a, feeling good. I was a fat a kid. I am a fat, fat adult again. And I have a weird relationship with different aspects of that. Because as much as I'm healed in some ways... I, I can still hear, you know, my mom saying something rotten to me in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, fuck, like that. You know, like, I was I was visiting home recently. And my mom was like, you're going to eat all of that? And I was like, I looked up at her. And my mom has gotten better in a lot of ways about a lot of stuff. Okay. But that comment, I go, mom, really? Did you just food shame me? It's 2023, mm-hmm. bitch. We all have TikTok. Like, let's not do this. You know, like, we all know not right. to do that, right? And yeah. she was, she apologized profusely. And she's like, that's still my own stuff. I was like, it is your own stuff. But I am 30, at the time, I'm 35 years old. You know, like, you right. can't talk to me like that. That's inappropriate. Right. And, yeah, uh, sure. and you know what? Sometimes I do want the whole plate of the food. And that's okay, too. Like, I, I can have a healthy relationship with food while also honoring honoring cravings and hunger you know so anyways my point being that like this year i just want to get healthy i want to like go to the doctor as much as i'm supposed to go to the dentist maybe maybe get like a couple of my broken teeth fixed if possible i know my insurance isn't going to allow for a lot of that but well they should take care of things like that they're just not going to like like give you like a fancy implant you're going to no 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 i'm not a veneer or something i'm not worried about my fucking I'm not worried about my missing teeth. I'm more worried about what teeth I have and like retaining them and like keeping those ones in my face still because yeah. what's gone is gone already. Like now I just this, smile I'm, this I'm, way. I, I'm taking a bag and I'm fixing it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, I mean, let's be honest. If I really, 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 really was smart, I would take $10,000 and get my air sculpt BBL. And I would pay it all off really quick by shaking my ass on the internet because it's like the only thing that makes money anymore. I swear to God. Oh, I love it. Well, <laughs> like I'm in, I'm a titty girl living in a butt world, and it's not you know. 
but also like i don't want to do this job forever either you know and that's the thing it's not really an investment i would want to make so currently you know resolutions look like i think it's it's always good to do an evaluation of of your life at a regular interval you know like you read all the psychology new year's runs over the years and like the pros and the cons and like i swear i've read a million things in both directions Um, but like more importantly you know the wisest advice i've ever been given is to like go through your Mm -hmm. life evaluate like your experiences like your most recent experiences your most recent behaviors your most recent relationships with drugs alcohol people sex like and like and say are these things am i am are they good for me am i having right. a good decent healthy relationship with them because look look i'm always going to say i think you can have a relationship healthy relationship with all of those things i even think if you're one of those fucking unicorns that can smoke a fucking cigarette once a year i fucking hate you but like beautiful beautiful (laughs) you know what i mean like and like and it's also you know i mean that's a joke (laughs) but it's also recognizing like literally what role and like of harmfulness these things play in your life personally not anybody else's fuck fuck that like i mean you know and i think It's so true. The same thing that could trigger me into uh, hopping back on fucking Adderall might be something that you can do three days a week and it's a non-issue, right? Like it's everybody's different. Everybody's relationship to addiction is different. Everybody's, you know, frontal your base cortex or whatever the fuck piece of your brain creates addiction. Like everybody's different. It truly is. I've always said this. I still stand by it. Like I, I am like pretty like hyperactive in terms of like i don't i like to do stuff i like to be doing stuff or thinking about stuff i'm not good for long periods of time like you know and unless i smoke a joint of some like nice hybrid shit because won't do it yeah. i will still like fucking go around like a maniac but like <laughs> a nice like hybrid I will, like, at least take it down a couple of notches for my own relaxation. Yeah, you know? no shit. Like, and, like, <laughs> I'm only doing this shit to relax. I'm not doing this shit to fucking save my life, you know? Like, so, you know, like, figuring out the roles these things, like, play, I do think are important. Like, look, everybody knows they could be mm-hmm. healthier. Everybody knows they could cut their caffeine down, their sugar down, their salt down, their fucking whatever down (laughs) we know that and but like it's the point is to like not have it be an overwhelming thing this shit's a long game like if your primary Mm -hmm. interest remains to be your happiness your pleasure your health those things are all connected so like absolutely and and honestly like get professionals involved if possible because what there's no one size fits all approach i just learned recently that like sugar-free things for example trigger some people's insulin in a different way than other than sugar than real sugar you know some people have to actually have real sugar and not sugar-free because of the chemical and what it does to their body these are all things that like you would just assume no sugar-free is the better option no not for some yeah. actually so it, it's it's important to know what your body look like 
what it needs right. as opposed Ros, to what the, like, you what the trend is your, or what you saw on TikTok or, you know, what somebody <laughs> told you. It's like, I'll give. Your body has like a base chemical signature and there are levels for the species that let you know that you're in a healthy space. But if you don't at your level baseline, you don't know if you're in a healthy space. People, there are some people who can eat certain kind of cholesterols till fucking cows come home and their cholesterol doesn't up a tick, you know? And that could be a variety of reasons. And that could be, uh, you know, right. Right, like, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like the same way people are like, oh my God, how do you not have diabetes the way you for eat? The species and it's like, that doesn't run in my family. Like, that's not zones. a thing so for you us, you know, or, or vice versa or health, whatever it is. Go get a metabolic panel. Go get, like, you know, <clears> the <throat> minimum information about, like, your cholesterol, your sugar. Get it done. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's time to get it done. <laughs> you know, and like, honestly, and this is the sad part, because these things are so helpful and like, we understand a lot about how they influence and determine your health right. from like right. creatine levels to, you know, your, your, you know, triglycerides in your cholesterol. And the lot of how health is taken care of is like a game of mathematics with like your personal level. So, you know, I don't recommend trying to adjust those levels on their mm -hmm. own, but like any actual practitioner will tell you if you get these levels done and you understand what your personal habits are with exercise and food, this is an easy game. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go on cholesterol and blood pressure medication and like you know start start checking your blood sugar it means you now know what your baseline is and now you have a game to play with the math of your own body so play that game play that game see if you can plus or minus that by right. whatever shakes it takes to make your liver level better or your you know cholesterol go down you know like i know it's a it's it's a shitty right. thing and nobody likes news especially when we get into our 30s and 40s that says uh, you know, you may have to stop for a while or stop completely right. a particular thing. Like, that's not going to feel good. It doesn't feel good to be told you can't drink anymore. You can't, you know, eat a fucking chocolate cake anymore. <laughs> like, sure. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it, it also doesn't it also doesn't feel good to hear you have to have a body part amputated or you have a a, a shorter mm -hmm. life because of xyz or you might need an organ transplant so i have been avoiding the doctors forever i went once two years ago and didn't follow up on anything i was supposed to um i did a couple dentist office visits in that time as well got some teeth pulled but I haven't done any follow-up on anything, let's be honest. I have not given one flying sack of shit yeah. about anything because, you know, when you are so broken poor, your next yeah. paycheck – I don't get paychecks, but my next transaction is all I'm focused on. I'm not focused on – I cannot fathom taking time out of my day to even have the brain capacity to care about my health, right? But at the end of it, it's going to be even more expensive down the road if I don't at least, like you said, get a baseline, see where I'm at, 
Right. Yes, I'm overweight. There's heart disease in my family. I also cut down on drinking. I also cut down on on tobacco. I got rid of tobacco. Whatever. I got rid of this. I got yeah, rid of that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, these are all helpful no, but, steps but actually, in the right direction. It's good. But I also need to know, like, how close am I to needing to be on, you know, cholesterol meds and shit like that. Anyways, this is, a, this is like one of those boring talks, but I think... I think queer health, I think a lot of times people in, in queer communities or in, uh, you know, people in like my, my class, if you will, yeah. as far as like finances go, like we don't think about that stuff yeah. until it is thrown in our face, until we have that moment where, because a lot of us like to avoid the doctors in general, you know, if you're overweight, you hate going to the doctors because they, they tell you everything that's wrong with you is because you're fucking fat, right? If you are queer yeah. and you go to a health doctor, you have to answer all these invasive questions. There's all this stuff that goes along with not wanting to show up at the doctors. So hopefully we can kind of inspire some people to, you know, do the hard thing. And the hard thing is just showing up. Once you get there and you get the, it's better to know than to not know. I, we've always said that. Well, and and let me tell you something. Going off of what you said, like, I think this is really important. And it's really, really, really important in this particular way. People experience a lot of shame around healthcare. We've talked about this in terms of STIs and stuff before. And, like, you know, not taking care of other parts of, like, them. You're right. It is a very shaming experience. I mean, like, I, not you specifically, but whoever's thinking this, you are right. It feels that way. But I'm here to tell you, like, and this isn't just in a conspiratorial manner, like, the game is literally rigged against you and your health and your well-being. And it's rigged even more once you lose the ability to, like, participate in certain things of society because of that health. So when you go, you should feel entitled to something that everybody is entitled and deserves. And that is like a right to good health and right. a right to all the things available to you to continue feeling well. And like, that's not like a subjective opinion from a progressive person. That is something that like the UN, the World Health Organization, and many other like huge organizations and, and societies of people have deemed to be true. Whether or not we follow that in the United States is a whole nother story. Right. Not getting into the politics, but for you as an individual, it is proven that right. socioeconomics prevent you from taking care of yourself. And there are ways of which we like can dissect that throughout like being working a job that doesn't give you time off, but is only work hours are during the hours that the doctor's office is only open during. Um, so <laughs> when you pull out a few examples like that, you tell me it's like not rigged in a position for you not to succeed so so if you go into with the attitude of that because we like i know it's hard it's hard to go it's scary to go but like it's even scarier to not know 
Mm-hmm. And it's even scarier to let them win. So <laughs> let's play this game. <laughs> if you haven't been for a while, it's a simple call. Nowadays, and a lot know, of pharmacies will do those blood panels too that, for you like, for free. There's a lot of there are more resources than you think. There are there are a lot of clinics that take of, care like, of that kind of like, stuff for free, or for like, like a small copay or something like that. Sure like. Okay. Check the resources before you assume. I run into a lot of people assuming, and I used and to do say, the same. I'd be like, "I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't felt gonna do this for a while." For me. And it's like, I, I no, there's more resources out there, and Absolutely. once in a while you get to pay Absolutely. out of pocket for something. But a lot of the, the times the, you can get there, the, there. you know, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. If you ever, if you ever ask them, if somebody ever asks you for a payment as you're going out, sell them to send the bill to your house. Don't sweat it. Like send the bill to my house. Like if they are a place that requires payment, they should be like establishing that with you up front, not after aftercare so don't don't panic once you win the door you win the door <laughs> get that shit taken care of like look i'm saying the the mm-hmm. tips of the trade on this because like the only thing worse than fucking being broke is being sick and broke and like let me tell right. you you don't want i was gonna say that like, you deserve to be as healthy as really your body is allowing you to be there. you know yeah, and, and, and i like and, and, obviously and listen that. it's not easy for <laughs> like, a lot of people I'm, like let's I'm not sound ableist right here there are a lot of people that can just get up and fucking go to the doctor this is there are sometimes you know things a way of being able to access these resources and i understand that too but that's why like let your state do whatever it offers in order to get mm-hmm. your your foot in the door if you will like in order to get you into that facility whatever that facility might be there are resources out there for no a doubt. lot of different things and you may not know that so it's something to it's always worth it to check in on and you know Aaron Absolutely. and I are always here to help you know if if we can help you do research or something like just reach out to us because sometimes it's hard to like there is plenty of things aaron taught me that i had no clue was a resource that i had at my disposal my disposal so absolutely absolutely yeah right and shit like and i'm just learning like it's been a long time since i've been in a place that had such um right i mean like every five feet there's a fucking place that you go and it's hard to access healthcare services here um because there's not enough people to provide services that everybody needs which is like a very confusingly difficult like thing you know i know we're like in new york we're like oh you know it's so busy. right it's so they're busy, like what do you mean you can't just walk in and get seen you for free don't ha- yeah you likely don't have to wait three months to get an appointment for something um here you do um so like i'm I, like trying you know 
there's wherever you're listening and like we got a lot of people that don't listen from here they're probably like see that fucking u.s healthcare system uh, <laughs> i know i know i know it's really yeah. and it is frustrating and like everybody knows you know everybody knows it's but doesn't know you know but like you know i like that we went here because talking about like the resolutions is like it's really what are we saying with new year's resolutions we want health whether it's emotional physical uh, for those of you who are into it spiritual <laughs> and you know like what i'm only laughing because like i always struggle with the word spiritual like i i like to think it means like in a very like agnostic-y kind of like like way about taking care of like those soft so actually that's like, funny that you yourself. say that because and one know? of my other that's just like the emotion quote, unquote, like we need good mental health i need to stop being taken to, advantage like, of this year you know, good mental and health is one a thing, big piece of that is, like, is that, that i am a deflector and a compartmentalizer so what like, happens is like in order to not face what I have in front of me, I'll take on other people's problems. I'll be their ear. I'll be their emotional support. I'll suggest things. I'll, I let them trauma dump, whatever. And then I don't stop and, and do a self check on the same things for myself. And I, I take up a lot of my own time with other people's stuff. And so this year I'm putting my foot down with a lot of that. I do not want to hear from anybody first thing in the morning unless it's a work thing. Mm. I do not want to, you know, mm. or unless you're saying you're checking in on me. That's great. Wonderful. But like the the, the constant onslaught of being an open 24-7 service, I thought about it. I was like, if I were back at a nine to five, you know, corporate position, for example, from nine to from eight when I get on the subway until six when I get home, I wouldn't have been available. I used to never be available when I was working right. in my old corporate position. I wasn't able to, I was able once a day to check my, my text messages during my lunch break really quick. I would check to see like, you know, say you were like, Hey, pick up something on the way home or whatever, whatever. But there was never a time when my phone was in my hand. I know that a lot of people have different jobs and, and maybe they can look at their phone more. But I'm trying to realize how right. Right, right, how right. much I allow people to take from me during my day when my workday is the same schedule. I don't like to work past 7 or 8 p.m. unless I'm doing like a, a filming right, situation right. or going live at night or something, which is rare. So for me to like give my day even though that's my work day to other people, uh-uh, none of that anymore. If I am, if you are not available during a nine to five, why am I available during, you know? And I know I have a lot of friends that don't work a standard nine to five job right. and that allows them to then hit me up during the day and all that. That's codependency. Sure. I'm not saying I'm not going to help my friends, but, 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 but I can't. But here's the thing. I'm not let's, a 24-7 fucking open. in the world. Even um, your therapist owns you things, all those kind of thing. Like I, I am not here to just be like, a suckhole of I don't want to be like a harsh like, bitch. I can't like, do that. Sure, we help and I find that they, because I give a lot of shit, myself to like, people, taking, they, they oftentimes take, 
put me in that place. Right, in right. Life. But there's a difference. Other people there's get the fun, get fun version of that person, but Felicia gets the serious only. I don't get to, you know, we we don't party together, but you trauma dump on me daily like that. I'm done with that, and yeah. I already got rid of friends in the past like that. And unfortunately, because of the way that my personality works, I take on more friends like that over time. And I'm like, this needs to not just be my my norm. I need to put my foot down and set boundaries. And I need to get better at doing that because there's a lot of people I'm yeah. I have no problem setting I, you, for example, I have no problem setting boundaries for you if I need to, which you you and I work well together. We we pretty much know when the other person needs time or whatever. But if you don't, because we haven't updated each other, for example, I have no problem being like, I cannot do the podcast today. Right. Okay. Whereas with other people, I might just okay, yeah, I'll do the thing. Like it's it's okay to say no is a complete mm-hmm. sentence. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And but but yeah, ba- boundary. Uh, so, oh my god! So like, I know we talked, we we did, we talked about this, right. right? Like on the one of the the last podcasts, we were talking about this like idea and definition of consent, right? Like this, this is a prime example. Like you cannot consent to like taking on the burden of other people's like stuff. Like, like, look, like, you know, I'm Mr. Social. You have to put your mask on first. You have to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help others with theirs. And if that means not talking to anybody for 24 hours, 48 hours, fucking two weeks, it doesn't matter. In order to be there in multiple capacities. And I don't mean be there. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. You are, you are always allowed to take whatever space you need as a person for anything. If anybody is telling you different, they are trying to like, be a psychic vampire on you. Because look, <laughs> real friends understand when somebody says, hey, I'm at my max for today. Oh my God, now I'm going to cough for like, like an hour. I'm at my max. Like, <laughs> you as a friend, see, you just had to suck it slow, baby. Suck it slow and it'll eventually come through. <laughs> oh my god. I, I bought a vape months ago. Damn, and I, those I can, tits it's are always on clogging. Fire. It's working. Aaron gave me some tips today. And I finally took a I finally took a little hit of it. I'm and like, now I'm, I'm gonna lo- be nice I, and slow. I love it. <laughs> your screen, your screen is one big vape cloud. It's beautiful. I know. <laughs> Yay! that's perfect you gotta be an asshole like look i know people have shit and like we all understand that but like, friendship is something that like no i don't think there's a scarcity of friendship i think there's a scarcity of quality friendships in the sense that people well, that you can be real with that like you can put down you also have to realize you can't like you can't ask somebody to be there for you every single day when your every day is bad i'm sorry if your every day is bad you need to do something about it we need to fix that and putting that on somebody else is not the solution like none of us are paid fucking therapists like 
I don't even know how to help you at that point. If you're, if your every day is bad, there needs to be a, a bigger picture looked at. And it sure. can't just be, I'm going to go to Felicia and every single day make her feel because I, I internalize your, if you come to me and you're having a bad day, I cry for my friends. I feel emotional for my friends. Yeah. I, I feel like I hurt for that, you know? And so because of that, it can't be an everyday thing. There can't, and especially when, where does my shit go, right? <laughs> sure. True. Well, and that, that's kind of the thing. <laughs> the kind of more, the kind of more like empathy you do feel as a person, the more like difficult some of these things, like you know, are. And I, I mean empathy. I mean like yeah, you know, yes. especially yes. if you have like any politic in the world, it's hard to listen to somebody like struggle. But like, mm -hmm. it it's also difficult to like find yourself crumbling under somebody else's struggle. And like, you know, and there are people that do that there, you know, that's just like, right. sorry to throw out all the sight, but like self-care is about recognizing like this ship that you're driving, if you're not driving it well, it's falling apart. Right. And like a falling apart ship can't tow anybody else. And I'm not saying you should, but like, that's the relationship that we need to have with each other. We need to understand that. Or they need a break. That, like, maybe somebody does have more capacity to be there and help me, but maybe on occasion right. they need like me to reciprocate or <laughs> hate to add like the reciprocation thing or to give me, to give me a moment to catch my footing so then I can help, help you. Mm -hmm. Like we, we can't have expectations of people like that. Like we're, we're all human. Like energy may, energy may vary, <laughs> you know, that's and, like, true. And, and, and I think it's tough sometimes for people to understand that, like, not all people constantly need somebody else to right. share their stuff. And that, like, while you may think that they're in a good space and they, they say, right. hey, like, look, I'm not, but you don't see that there are ever anything wrong right. with them. Like, so why can't they hear you? Out? Like, not everybody needs that process but sometimes they need a process well and some people don't <laughs> i'm the kind of person that i have a couple why like, you see them certain things i'll share with certain friends and other things i won't share with those same friends and then other things i don't share with anybody and you know that's okay it that obviously like sure. it's everybody's different when it comes to sharing what's going on with them but you can't just assume right. people are fine just because they're not coming to you to vent about stuff. I'm a self-soother for a lot of stuff. I'm a, when something yeah. is maddening to me, I'm a quick vent yeah. and then a self-soother. When something's upsetting me, I'm a put it out in the ether, whether I post it online or I send my friends an update, like some of my closest friends, but I don't want to vent about it. I don't mm -hmm. want to, I want to, I want to get it out real quick, maybe a quick vent, but then I move on because otherwise I cannot handle that thing. You know, like people always yeah. want to bring up my lawsuit to me. I don't want to talk about it. I do not want to talk about it unless I bring people want to randomly bring up the death of my animals. I do. I do not want to talk about it unless I bring up that moment. Yeah. And so therefore, I think that a lot of people don't understand that, like, I can be <laughs> in a bad place and and not come off as such sure. because I just I, I stay positive for my own sanity. I will myself to my pmdd my depression my 
anxiety if I don't remain positive. Yes, things are bad for me right now. They have been bad for me for a little bit. But you're going to hear a lot more positive come from me than negative because that's how I personally handle it. I'm not saying you need to handle it by becoming a positive person. That's how I deal with it. So just because you see me in a positive way or doing things happy-go-lucky, I might be fucking dying inside. That's not for you to determine that then I am open for your 24-hour needs, correct? Yeah, I mean, and and that's that's the thing. Like, look, like relationships are nuanced True. like people are nuanced like y- you 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 there's no like fit for how things look you may have like requirements uh, requirements of what you and need find people that meet those requirements to spend time good like good and you should stick with that and you should find people that are are Absolutely. I'm not judging it because ever, like I said, everybody has a different capacity, but like, I do think, you know, there are enough times that people find themselves in like unreciprocated, like, Mm. you know, relationships that eventually one has to say, well, where, where is my capacity and my compassion for myself to put myself, you know, in audience with people that that's like, a big point know, yeah the, i think or, i think like, one thing you know, for me is i just never was honest with like, a lot of people about it's, it's like... how much of myself i can <laughs> give or how much of my like i will respond to texts yeah. when i'm not ready to respond mm-hmm. to texts i will offer my advice when i don't yeah. actually want to give advice or i'll offer my ear when i don't actually have the physical yeah. or emotional mental capacity for it at that moment i'll still be like okay well what else am i gonna do tell my friend to fuck off and then what right then what is not your your problem you you are you do not need to worry about what happened unless your friend sends an sos i'm in distress and i want to kms essentially which obviously is a different situation but if your friend is just having a moment and you can't hold space yeah, for that it's yeah. okay and that's what i need to learn and I, I need to learn to be honest with people up front and be like listen sometimes i give a little bit too much yeah. of myself in exchange for not enough for myself in the long run and then what happens is i distance myself entirely mm-hmm. so let's ease into this and let's not use me as a constant sounding board because I can't handle that. That's why my red receipts are on because I cannot open your fucking messages every single day, all day long, but there's still people that I do that with. And I have to be more honest with them and myself about what it is I can handle. And that is my resolution is to find a balance where I can be there for my friends that need a little bit extra attention while also not sacrificing 85% of myself to that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a balance, you know, and like, you know, and I think it's, it's, it's a balance that more people, you know, need to like talk about. Like I've worked with some of the most amazing, like Mm -hmm. activists, friends over the years and watched how little they take care of themselves and like 
you know so whether you're that like down on the spectrum or whether you're just like an average everyday person trying to like navigate adult friendships or whatever it's it's the answer is the same like you have to be it's like what we just talked about like taking inventory uh people have to be part of that inventory like you know and i'm not saying like oh you know go through and like create a chop list i'm saying you need to like like recognize it on a simple scale how does this person make you feel do you feel excited when you hear from them do you feel uh, when you hear from them like and like and then what role does that person play in your life? Like, look, like we all shady bitches. Perhaps like you have a network that you need or a, a contact that you need professionally, social or otherwise, whatever, no judgment. Like we all hustling in today's world one way or another. Right. But like at the same time, like is this person's like whatever in your life outweigh like the negative space? Because these things do add up. <laughs> it's not like a... Like, like, a I remember thing, our psyche. Our I'm sure you, you this reminded me what you just said reminded me of, you know, when you're like, who was that person in your life? And like, do you need to like essentially keep this situation? I had an old boss that like, I was on call 24 seven for this boss. As far as emotionally, I helped them get sober. I helped them with so much stuff. And at, uh-huh. at the expense of. I wasn't there for myself at all. I had amazing insurance and I never went to the doctor. I was not available for myself. And it was because they expected my time whenever they needed my time. And yeah. I gave it to them, even though, what, what was that? Why should I have done that, right? So it's it's one of those examples of like, okay, I, yeah. wanted, a, I wanted to like – stick with my job and do a good job and blah 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 so in exchange for i lost myself entirely you know right yeah right yeah relationships should not feel like a hostage situation you know like and i like you know i remember and like i i don't i don't try to be that way with like relationships too often but like you know when you like find yourself and people like you know that are only hanging out with you when the times be good you know and never like hang out with you when the times be bad or like the only time they call you is to like deride you or whatever or like make you feel that you know trying to make you feel a certain way like right you come up to question in your head like what is this about? You know, like, you know, and, and I know it's stupid, but like, or not stupid, mm-hmm. but like, you know, we don't often think about like the quality of our interactions with people <laughs> like because like we're caught up in whatever. And like most of the time we're just happy to be whatever. But like, you know, when you go and you listen and you like start evaluating these things and realize sure. this person never asked me anything about myself. This person doesn't know anything about me. This person this person doesn't express like a care and anything else going on in my that life. That doesn't sound like a friend. Life, <laughs> Sounds like somebody that's life. using so, you. Like, geez, you know, like, right. Like, what is, what is that about? You know, and like, I know a few years ago in Pittsburgh is the last person, like, I thought, like, deliberately, like, I need to, like, stop the relationship with this individual mm-hmm. because, like, they're, they're, like, 
they're they're just taking away my energy like like in in, in like hey i'm all for helping people i help when i can i help when i have resources i help like in any way i have the capacity for like but like there's sometimes where it's like every time you turn around and like you're helping somebody and they're not acknowledging the help or they're not like there's no mutual right. response to it. Like these are not good friendships or relationships. Like these are things that like have been like one way. <laughs> My partner, I was like, <laughs> somebody found their pendejo. Oh, <laughs> I mean, never before has like a truer thing. It's like sometimes you realize, like, wow, you know. And I, I don't. I give all like I give people the benefit of the doubt for a million years, like, and like I actually don't even mind that like, you can text me, and if I can help you, I'll help you, and if I can't, I will tell you I can't. Like I don't lose sleep over it. I can't. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, there's only so much I can do, and recognizing recognizing what our limitations are is kind of part yeah. of the maturing process in life. Like, I hate to break it to you, like being able to not say I can do everything when I can't. It's like, it's a hard thing. It's a, it's a life lesson, but nobody can. And like those that can are usually Well, and, and I think that that's a piece are. of it is that like my <laughs> love know? language is helping people with whatever, whatever I can. And like, if I can only help you emotionally, yeah. well, that's, I'm going to do that. And, but again, I have to be honest with myself yeah. because I don't have 365 days of that. I don't have that in me and I'm, I can't have that. I do not speak to anybody every single day. Yeah. Like that's not a thing I do. So why am I allowing that to be a part of my life in general? I have multiple people that reach out to me every single day. What? what? It blows my mind because I do not, to me, you know me, I, I spent a month alone this this year I or last year I like to be alone in silence in my own thoughts so I have to remember that it's okay to give myself space yeah. from everything it's okay to say no that's a complete sentence and it's also yeah. okay not to respond to people it's okay to just leave them there unless again it's an emergency I I it's okay to walk away for a little bit right so I mean, I mean, like we always say that old adage, like time is money, right? And that, and 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 like, you know, you hear it usually being used by like like fat cat rich kind of people. I I don't think people realize how much more like it truly is, right? Resources, time is money. Is 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 like. Because either you need the time to be finding a way to make money, or you need the time to be making that money, or you need the time right, to like, right. Out what Gotta get creative sometimes. In lieu of making that money, and so like, time has a different weight. And and I'm gonna add to that like like kind of mm -hmm. like layer is that time is also health, and we don't have an infinite amount of hours in the day with like said previously mentioned like money thing and economics of life to concentrate on our health or be doing things that are health positive and health first for ourselves let alone like the next ideal lo level which is actually a pleasure-filled happy life so like you know th this this thing is like a a kind of like multi-layered thing of like living and adulting and being in the world and we all want friends and we all know it's difficult so you know there's all this 
propaganda that I think has been pushed out throughout like our life course that says it's hard to make friends as adults. I wouldn't believe that. I actually don't think that's true. I think like that's something that's meant to keep us away from each other and interacting and puts all these extra barriers up. But what I will say is time does run differently as an adult. And like we sure. don't have hours to spend on the playground running around and getting dizzy and tilting our head back on the swing set. And I would love to have like that sensation of like the world turning upside down and like laughing and laughing and laughing with friends. Um, but like that time gets carved away by like the society we live in, the things that we have to take care of and, 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 and that's tough, but we all have that. And it should be like a unifying force of what we understand about each other, not something that like causes division and like causes us to like feel like we can't communicate with each other. It is hard to tell people the truth. It is hard to tell people no. Nobody wants to be that person, you know? Um, but like if we don't, we're all lying to ourselves. You know, it's like that quintessential like person in the, the hallway at work that, you know, you right. say, hi, how are you? But you don't wait for the response. Like that, that can't, that's not real. And like if you don't mind having a whole bunch of acquaintances in your life and nobody that is mm -hmm. real with you, then more power to you. Enjoy that. Like go for it. I don't think, you know, right. that's something I want at this juncture in my life. And I don't think it's something that you want. And, and in order to not have that, you have to be able to say, no, I don't have the time for you. I really hope you don't personalize it um, because it's not about you. It's about me. And, um, you know, there's people who have a critique for everything and say that that sounds selfish or whatever. But, like, um, it's not. And I'm sorry that whoever. Well, that's probably that the person that's listening to this and thinks, oh, this is selfish. selfish is the same person that is on the other end of those text messages. Right? So. <laughs> True that. True that. But I, I like this. And I want to like, you know, the next time we talk, I want to talk about like the trickle down of this. Like, why don't we um, why don't we see things and like participate in things that make us feel better about ourselves? Why are we kind of trapped in the pain feedback loop? I think, I think my therapist, my old therapist called it that the pain feedback loop where like, you know, we're constantly living in service of our pain rather pleasure. than in service of like, you know, happy things and, and empowering things and pleasure in our life. So, um, I think, you know, as, as, the podcast mavens we are <laughs> like I, I i think i'd like to like you know make sure we like explore that thread because for queer folks especially look like nobody's saying any of this shit is easy there's a million obstacles and a million things set up to make your life fucking suck but in lieu of like being able to fix all of those things you do have power over yourself you have power over your, how you manage and handle things in your own life and like we can go from there you know you have to fill in that like those shitty gaps and to end this gaps. my final resolution is i'm not allowed to get any more animals until i'm rich because first of all i can't i already have three right left and i it's you know i love them to fucking death and the problem is that they die 
and it kills my entire fucking life for way too long and as much as i want to save all of the animals in the fucking world i also have to make sure that i'm like saving myself in the process so i lost four animals last year um let's knock on wood that all my babies now survive this year but they're hamsters they have a life expectancy of two years one of them has already hit two years and two months so let's be honest yeah it's it's uh it's tough and i need to like remember that it's okay to not save everything in the world and to save myself sometimes because you know i need to i need to focus on myself for a little bit and uh and then I'll and then I'll and then I'll have the farm with yeah. all the animals and the fucking you know save all the hamsters and <laughs> absolutely absolutely I mean it's it's like we were talking about with health like look like it's this game is like it's a math game right like if if you can't concentrate on yourself and like like strategize we will like be living in survival mode forever and survival mode Mm -hmm. is exhausting you know and like there's a whole world of privileged out there that doesn't have to live that way you know and like it's all about trying to play the game to access that as much as possible (laughs) let's be real like fuck you i want more pleasure than work who doesn't like i mean i don't want to fuck i mean listen i can't open the hamster rescue in 10 years if i continue adopting hamsters how are you gonna hit how are you gonna handle well, because, a hamster rescue? You're gonna fall because in love with I like give them to other families hamsters? before I am I am deeply embedded in my love for them. <laughs> so how long does it? I don't know. I was pretty torn up about Bun Bun after only after giving him up for adoption. He died five days later, and that fucking I only had him for two months. I fostered him, so like that and that sh- i cried in the shower today two about it so two like you know a long time. i i don't think yeah they'd have to be in and out but i want to i want an animal rescue that's my life goal is to open an animal rescue <laughs> fuck yeah all right we have to make that happen. i just like i think it would be awesome to like you know i have a friend that i i call her a friend now we met through me adopting orlock from her uh, and then uh-huh. I adopted all the other babies I got after that. And, uh, you know, over time I've grown to like be friends with her and she, that was like her life goal was to open. And she just opened officially under, like she like made it a business and she has a, a small animal rescue. And last year she rescued 228 fucking animals or something like that. 200 something animals. That's like that's, that's just, I don't know. I fucking love that. And uh, yeah, I was thinking that out here with like farm animals and shit. Like, yeah. Like, know, I mean, we like, could do, we could do both. Right. Cause the thing yeah. is, is unfortunately like with the way that animal mills are run still for pet stores, there's always going to be small animals that need to be adopted or need to be rescued from really bad scenarios. You know, like I got Popeye and Dusty because they were like going to be thrown out. Yeah. Like in the trash, like, you know, I, I I took Kona because she, her, her mom was allergic to her, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, there's always going to be animals that need rescuing and people don't think about tiny animals. They just give them to snakes to eat. And like, that's not what they're bred for. Like, that's not 
no no like what are we talking about here so i digress happy fucking (laughs) i don't this this convo went all over the place huh but now you get a little piece of felicia and not just like the haha suck my dick you know um that's that's good like look like it's our own like way to check in and say hey you know this has been a year and because it's been a year there's a lot of evaluating going on and i think that's important like you know maybe some of it will improve maybe some of it won't but like you gotta keep trying right you know like sure do (laughs) and uh you know i feel good my spirituality is kicking it out. I feel good about that. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel feel it's going to be a good one. I I feel feel like this is, this is, this year will be better than last. And that's all that matters, right? You just have to move forward and onward and upward and try your hardest to navigate this game called life. And on that note, everybody, we hope you have a happy and healthy January. Oh, fuck yeah. Tune in to the next episode of The Screw, where maybe we'll actually talk about sex. I don't fucking know. No, we're totally going to, because, like, I have, like, a whole thread from this now that, like, I want to go into it. Like, I got some shit to say. We haven't... You want to penetrate that shit. I want to penetrate the sex conversation, because we haven't chatted about it in a while, and I have some... I have some like new insights I think that I want to like Sweet. dig into. I like a new I like a new dick insight. <laughs> All right everybody, thanks for tuning in. Follow us online or it doesn't matter cuz you still listen anyways and that's why we fucking love you. Oh, okay, bye. So good. Bye. <laughs>